0: programs, and happy holidays. It's Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, with this week's Top 5 Express Board Game Edition. Each episode, I'm going to give you a topic for the list and give you my picks for the top five of those games. Today, we're going to get into a little bit of the holiday spirit. Uh, this is going to be the top five games that the non-hobby gamers think we like to break out at the holidays and what games we can replace them with. But for simplicity's sake, let's just call it the top five games to break out for the holidays. Most people I talk about that a lot of times they just hate board games, especially when you say, hey, uh, you know, what do you like to do front? Oh, I love to play board games. They give you that look, and they're like, oh, I hate board games. A lot of times it's your relatives or just new people you meet, and when you get together for the holidays, you just, Don't want people to hate board games. You want to just have some fun instead of sitting around and just arguing about politics or whatever else is going on in life. So a lot of times the reason why people will hate board games is because they might have grown up with those staples of the Milton Bradley, the Hasbro market, things like Clue, Sorry, Parcheesi, Life, Monopoly, et cetera, et cetera. And for the most part, a lot of those people hate the games because of those things. And they may hate them because they're way too long. And they think they have little or no decisions to make in the games, which is pretty much why they're a lot of times they're not as much fun either. Uh, this list I'm going to give you these five of those type of games that people sometimes play, you know, even at these holidays nowadays, and they play the heck out of these. And, and to be honest, a lot of them, I kind of like growing up too, but I'm going to give you these five of these games. And I'm going to tell you what you can replace that game with that your family is actually going to like, or your friends or whatever you get together at the different holidays. And we'll just assume that a lot of them are either non-gamers or maybe they're just Gamers that like those type of games, but I want you to hook these, hook your family and friends on the games, and we're going to get you to hopefully really turn people into new gamers. So like I said, these are five games often played at holidays and what you're going to replace them with. So number five, risk. I know not a lot of people just break out risk on holidays, but uh, just just bear with me here. So we're going to talk risk. What do you want to replace risk with? Well, we're going to re- replace risk with Small World. Small World is a game. It's about 10 years old now. It was put out by Days of Wonder, and there's all sorts of expansions and stuff like that. We won't get into that. Well, maybe w- another day we'll talk about that. But just base Small World. It's put out for by Days of Wonder. It takes about an hour to play, so not too long. Uh, two to five players, eight and up, very easy, very cutesy art, Uh what you're going to do on it, you actually have a combination of 14 different races and powers, and basically it is it is kind of global domination, just like Risk. So you don't have to tell them they're playing Risk, but it kind of will be, but yet it will be fun. So in the beginning of the game, there'll be different races and class combinations. you got to mix them all up, which kind of makes every game a little different. And then in the board, there's different sections of the world. Now, each section will be either... Uh, a different type of lands. You'll have like mountains and plains and grasslands and things like that. And then there'll also be kind of magic lands. And each one of these races and uh, and power combinations will cause you to get different points as to which ones you control. So on your turn, you'll take up basically all your armies, uh, leaving some on the board after after the first turn. But for the first turn, you'll have a certain amount of armies depending on what combination you have. And then you'll put them out on the board and you have a certain amount to, to take over. So there's no real dice rolling to take over things like uh, like risk, there is a die roll, but that's at the end of your turn. I'm not going to get into that. But you uh, basically put your armies out, you conquer some of the land, some, and you get points for it, and that's your whole turn. And then somebody else will go, and then they'll conquer some of the world. You know, you're going to lose some of your people, and they're going to, you know, lose some of the people as you kind of go a couple of rounds. But after a while, your civilization is going to have to go into decline because you don't have enough to actually keep conquering because you're going to lose people over the time. So what you do is when you go into decline, you then get another race and power combo, which kind of keeps the game really fun and really in, you know, inviting to, to new players because they are not just stuck with one thing. They're constantly using their brain to, to come up with other ways. And you could still, even when you're declined, decline, you could still get some points. This is an easy game to teach. It's got great art. It's very easy to play and very short to play. I cannot recommend this enough for those family gatherings. I've tried this myself, and it really works well for a lot of, you know, even kids in the neighborhood or, or, you know, family, uh, you know, couples game night, things like that. So this will be a really good one for a holiday gathering. That is Small World uh, by Days of Wonder. You can find it now. It might even be in Target still. You see a lot of them in Target or in uh, Barnes & Noble for about $40 to $45. So number four, we've all kind of grown up with Euchre or Hearts and Spades. You know, depending on where you are in the country, you may play Euchre, you may have played spades and things like that. So what we're gonna replace this with is a game called Diamonds. This is put out by Stronghold Games and by Mike Fitzgerald. It's an amazing, amazing game. It's placed with two to six players, very easy, plays about 20 to 30 minutes, but has a lot of real good, uh more decisions than things like some of those other games, and it you know, kind of brings l- even a little bit lighter than your heart spades, but yet still not, you know, feels a lot lighter, but it still has that good, meaty, fun decision-making. It's a trick-taking game, so you might have to explain that, which is not that hard to explain. So as you if you win a trick, you'll get a special ability. Now, the whole theme of the game is you're kind of everyone's thieves, everyone's diamond thieves, and you're trying to get the most diamonds at the end of the game. Now, when you win a trick, you'll depending on what suit you win of that trick, you'll either get a diamond behind your little screen or you'll put a diamond in front of your screen. You can also take one of the diamonds from in front of your screen and put it into your vault, or you steal a diamond that's in front of somebody else's vault. Now, that's basically diamond, you know, if you win a suit with diamonds, you'll put one in there. If you win it with hearts, you put one, I believe that's the one that puts it in front of your vault. Spades will put one from in front of your vault into your vault. And then clubs will be the one that will steal it. Now, if you also throw off, you get to do that once as well. And if you win the most tricks at the end of one round, you get to do some of these extra actions too. Uh, and don't don't let me scare you off. I know I explained a lot there, but it's really super easy to play. And the idea of a trick taker, even kids know exactly how to play that. So uh, check out Diamonds, less than $20. Uh, you can get that on Amazon. Uh, really easy to play. You're going to absolutely love this game. Diamonds is one of my absolute favorite games, but it's a real piece of cake to introduce your family on the holidays. Number three, life. Now life was always one of my favorites and you don't really realize how little decisions because you're just throwing a spinner and there's other things like the, uh, you can get, uh, you get a, a, a career and you also get to play the stock market so, Yeah, man, it's, it's just, unfortunately it's just not very good, but there's games now that you can have that same feeling, but actually give you really good decisions and really are fun to play. So there's a game called CV kind of like your was curricula verite. Uh, it's called CV. It's basically how you come through your life. This is more of the, dice version of life. So you're, you're playing with cards and you're kind of getting yourself careers and a little life events. And a lot of things, a lot of fun things are happening as you're kind of rolling dice and acquiring cards from the middle and going through your whole, basically your whole lifespan. A uh, ton of fun, very light, less than, takes a little less than 60 minutes, uh, but it's two to four players. Very, very lightweight. This is about 20 to $25. You can find it on Amazon. It's called CV. Another one, from Stronghold Games is called The Pursuit of Happiness. This is uh, like a more of a gamerly board game version of life. Because again, you're going to get uh, you're gonna go through life. You're gonna get a career. You can have hobbies. You can get a spouse. Uh, you get all sorts of really fun things to do. Again, there's another expansion to it. Don't worry about that. You don't have to break that out. Just get the base game. There are things like stress that may age you more if you kind of uh, you know make some different decisions in life, uh, which is you know thematic. You know, obviously we have a lot more decisions to make, or you know if we have uh, you know we don't pay the bills or, or don't have a good job, we might have more stress. But throughout the game, you're making it's it, don't don't let that scare you off because the game itself is not stressful. It's just really cheeky fun. Uh, there's a lot of fun things to do as far as like hobbies and, and, and uh, different collections you can get or different things that you like to do if you're running marathons. But there's a lot of really fun things to do in uh, this game. It's called The Pursuit of Happiness. Again, you're looking at about 60 to 90 minutes for this one. One to four players. But the complexity is not really off the charts. You know, if you can play Life, you can definitely play The Pursuit of Happiness. And I highly recommend this one. Again, this one's probably about $40, $40 to $45 on Amazon. Uh, but I recommend it quite a bit, uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Now, if that person who likes to play Life uh, is just likes Life because it reminds them of the old days. Now, I've got a real quick one to throw in there, too. If you like the old days, Restoration Games just put out an amazing new version of Fireball Island. Oh, everybody! Remember, all us old people out there can remember Fireball Island when we were kids, and we kind of wished we had our old version. But they put out a new version, which is really, really good. And there's nobody that can can take that real cheesy way out and hide out in the caves just until the fireball goes by and and uh and, and go run down the mountain. No, this is the new version of Fireball Island. It's really really good oh my god if you're just looking for that nostalgia and also a good game check that one out as well and this could be a good one to, to introduce somebody that likes to kind of the older games you know get get your uncle phil who just wa- remembers the old days of playing parcheesi in life to grab fireball out and you you'll just have so much fun doing it number two uno this is kind of the card fills out there you know people love to play uno just to just kind of waste some time or they'll play phase 10 and things like that now If you don't want to get stuck there for hours and hours and hours on end, and you want to get more people involved that don't have just downtime, you're going to want to grab either Sushi Go or Seven Wonders. These are both... Very easy to find. Uh, I think they're both at Target. Uh, Sushi Go is a little, it's like 10, 10 bucks. You can get Sushi Go Party, I think it might be 15 because so you play a little bit more players. And Seven Wonders, I believe you can get about $30 to $35 at, at any of the retail stores nowadays. Now, what's great about these is you can play up to seven or eight players, depending on which one you get or the, which version of Sushi Go. And it's just a drafting game. So you're going to get a certain amount of cards. You're going to take pick one and pass the rest to the left. Now, you're going to do things like set collection where you're either going to try to get a lot of the same type of thing to get more cards or get one of each of different things. Just a, and Sushi goes very very cute, very kid friendly and uh, just just a blast to play. Seven Wonders, while still very very good for families, it's got a little bit of a learning curve because there's a lot of uh, icons, but this is one of those games that I like to tell people, once you speak the language of a certain game, then you the game is a piece of cake to learn. And Seven Wonders is like that, where it has a little bit of a language to itself, but once you learn it, it's a piece of cake. And what's cool about Seven Wonders is it's got a little bit of an attacky thing where you can actually be warfare or not, but you're only really attacking the people to the left or the right, so it doesn't really feel bad. It's not like you're just destroying the whole table by attacking the right. No, and, and you can win with a million different strategies. There's a lot of different ways to go in Seven Wonders. What's also good about Seven Wonders is uh, it's available in an app form now for about five bucks and you can just play it in a car on, you know, on a plane or, you know, on, on potty breaks, anything you want. Seven Wonders really good app and I believe the, uh, I think, I'm not sure if Cities is out yet for the app, but Leaders is out yet, isn't out now. But anyway, for just getting, you know, the the family involved, grab either Sushi Go or Seven Wonders. You'll have that drafting fun, have a lot of a lot of laughs and you'll get everybody involved at that table or you can even have two games going on if you have that big of a family. That was number two, for Uno, or for Phase 10. Uh, number one, Yahtzee. Uh, everybody has played kind of Yahtzee over the years. It's kind of that dice thing where people just love rolling dice and writing things. It's kind of the original roll and write game. Uh, and it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Now, Yahtzee is kind of one of these ones that I still think uh, is great to break out. However we're going to update this a little bit for the rolling and everything uses a lot of the Yahtzee mechanic, or we're going to get a lot more people involved. So you can get the game called Quicks. Uh, there's also another uh, version of Quicks. There's regular Quicks. Again, this is kind of like Sushi Go where there's Quicks and there's kind of Quicks Party, a uh, larger edition where the Quicks Party has, since it's a roll and right, it actually has dry erase markers and boards that you can use on it. In Quicks, you're basically rolling dice and everybody's involved because you can do things on other people's turn, not just yourself. Whereas Yahtzee, you're just basically just doing things in your own turn and passing the dice, which is, you know it's fine but this quicks keeps you involved on other people's turns as well you're uh, depending on which color die you're using you're when you are rolling the dice, you, you can cross off two different numbers and you're trying to either go from two to twelve on certain colors or twelve to two depending on which ones you use and depending on how many you fill out in certain rows uh, you're going to get a certain amount of points really easy game to play but again you're using dice on other people's turns too you can use one set of dice on there nice and easy and there's another game. Uh, this is uh, probably the biggest category I've got because I got a bunch of these and these rights are real good dice games because they're very light. Kind of beer and pretzels, especially for the holidays. Ganshan Clever. Uh, that is going to be a game that you'll see more next year, depending on where you live for uh, high everybody overseas. Uh, you may be able to already have Ganshan Clever uh, or your friendly local game store may have this. This is a great game. Uh, we're also, you're rolling dice and, uh, as you're using certain dice to do different actions on different parts of your, uh, little sheet of paper, uh, people at the end of the turn, everybody will get to use one of the dice that you have not used. It's got a lot of little triggers on it. Again, there's an app for this. that's really good. If you want to grab it, I'm pretty sure it's got a pretty good tutorial, but you want to grab Ganshan Clever as well. And next year Stronghold will be putting it out as well. Also Fleet the Dice Game is out now. This is another dice game where you've got, it's another roll and write where you're trying to get, uh, you put out your sea captain and you're trying to go out and you're trying to just catch fish and you'll have different licenses like a shrimp license, a swordfish license, king crab. And what the, the fun thing about this, I won't get into too much how the game plays, but basically being a roll and right and being a drafting game, you're going to have a certain amount of dice depending on the amount of players. You're going to roll them. You're going to pick one of the dice to use, and then it passes along to the left and the next person. And then there'll be one die that has left at the end that everybody gets to use. All the while, you're kind of checking off different things, which helps to trigger either checking off money or other licenses, which can help you fish more, which can help you go to the market, things like that. Really, really good. Things like roll and write games are excellent for families because they're usually very easy to teach. Everybody gets their own sheet so they feel like they're doing their own thing. More dice. This is not a roll and write, but Vegas or Las Vegas is at Target now. It's about $15. This is the ultimate dice game. The ultimate easy, fun dice game to play. Has nothing to do with any Vegas or gambling, but what you're doing is you're rolling a certain amount of dice, and then there's a casinos. They're quote-unquote casinos. They're just basically just little, little areas. They're little pieces of cardboard numbered from one, two, three, four, five, and six. And Different ones will actually have uh, money associated with them that you kind of deal out. Now, you'll take one number. You know, you'll roll, I think it's either six or eight dice. And when you roll them, you'll take all the either all the ones you rolled, all the twos or all threes, depending on which. But you have to take all of that, one of those numbers, and you put it on one of the casinos. And then basically it pa- passes it to the next person. And all around, you keep going around and keep putting at least, rolling a die and then putting at least one of the numbers there. But majority rules at the casinos, and that's how you're going to win the money card. And the, the big catch is if there's ties, they cancel each other out and then the person in third, if they're alone in third, they get the big money. And there may be two or three different cards values there. And then three people will pay. But if there's only one card there, only one person will pay. But it's just great because it's just very easy. There's not a whole lot of real complex decisions. uh, If kids want to play along with you or non-gamers, it's just absolutely a blast. And for 15 bucks, you really can't go wrong. You might as well just go grab one tomorrow, have it at your house just in case for the holidays and, and just try it uh that's vegas another one is king of tokyo which is also at all these this is a blast this is kind of like godzilla uh or any other kind of monsters kind of breaking into tokyo trying to do damage everybody gets their own monster and they're real cheeky monsters and you have five dice you're using it what they call yahtzee style which is basically you're rolling it three times and each time you roll you're going to keep what you want and then roll them again you're going to roll them a few times, you're going to see what happens. You're either going to get some points, you can either win by getting a certain amount of points, or you win by kind of going into Tokyo and doing damage to everybody else. It's the last monster standing, it takes about 15, 20 minutes. Yes, there's player elimination, but it goes so fast that you don't even really notice it. You can get power-ups in the game, you get these cubes, These we call them Energon cubes, but they're basically these cubes that help you buy cards that will actually... Enable uh, you get uh, different uh, powers, which you you know you may do extra damage to people. You may heal a little bit extra. You can heal from the car from the dice as well. A lot of these just absolute blast to play. Uh, real easy to teach. I think it's like two two sheets of paper to to learn the rules. Real great. But uh, if you're going to replace Yahtzee, you can replace with Quicks, Gonchun, Clever, Fleet the Dice game, Vegas, or King of Tokyo. And King of Tokyo only about thirty bucks at Target or Amazon. or you go. There you go. There's five games that I just mentioned that you can replace at your holiday gathering and make it some great holiday games. So replace Risk. Number five, replace Risk with Small World. Number four, replace, replace Euchre, Hearts or Spades with Diamonds. Replace Life with CV, Pursuit of Happiness, or just grab Fireball Island. Number two, Uno, replace that with Sushi Go or Seven Wonders. And then of course, finally, no number one game to replace Yahtzee, replace that with Quicks. Uh, Fleet to Dice game Target uh, Vegas at Target and King of Tokyo like I said almost everything I mentioned I think you can get at Target Walmart or uh, Barnes and Noble these days boy I hope everybody has a great holiday season I hope you're able to whip out some games and create more people that love gaming uh, this has been a great year I can't wait to come back next year give some more top 5 express how to blast why don't you tweet me let me know what games you like to break out at holidays to get your family involved there's so many more that again probably next year I'll do even another list to tell you what's, what's great but I can't wait to hear what everybody else is I hope everybody has a great holiday season uh, thanks for joining me on this week's top 5 express boards game edition uh, my name is Dan Dan the board game man you can go to uh, the Major Spoiler site for tons of great podcasts and content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew please comment on the episode and let me know what you think on there as well uh, you can find me at Geek Jock blog on Twitter or at the Geek All Stars podcast or as a contributor to TMSPM where I do a board game segment with Scott and Brian so until next time have a happy happy holiday season and a great new year, new year. and when you have a big gathering introduce your family or even yourself to one of these new games we'll see you next time This podcast is copyright 2018 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.